it feels good to be back on top, fellas. This is the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo is the voice you're hearing, joined with Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston. But there's a reason they don't start the show, and I do. That's because I am the best at picking games. I am the best at making gambles, and I proved it last week by taking the lead in every single game whoa, that whoa, whoa, we are playing hold on, hold on. this season. Hold on. I am I am the defending champion in both the regular season Correct. and the playoff pick em, So if you want to look at a snapshot of one week, sure, you were best last week, but uh, who is the most recently the best at Dangles? picking games? And last time I checked, are you guys 12-3 in the Super Contest? Be, that would be your boy over here. Dangles, before we get there, you are the leader in the Left Coasters podcast pick'em, but only Tony Cavallo is the leader in the Left Coast Gamblers, and I am taking <laughs> control of this podcast, and it started last week. Drew, you just mentioned it. I do want to go on. Drew, you are in the Super Contest. It's a millionaire winner if you make it there past two weeks you've gone week one four and one week two four and one week three how'd you do consistency is the mark of a champion <laughs> four and one baby oh that's nice oh that's so nice currently so nice. uh there's 32 people in the world that have a uh, better record than that and then uh i'm right there with a cluster of uh some gentlemen and probably a couple ladies so uh tied for 33rd keeping our head down doing the work buddy it feels good and if only you didn't bet on the steelers two times in a row you oh where would you God. be where could you be there was a lot of fun games this past week and even more wonderfully juicy games coming up on the schedule this week. I cannot wait to break them down. At the end of the show, we're going to be giving you our three best bets, and every one of the hosts that you're going to hear today are in the plus money for the season. So you should be listening to us, and you should be following us. We have the pick'em section in the middle of the show. After this segment, we're going to do America's favorite game with gravestones where we put a team into the dirt. But first, I want to talk about, just to recap the season that was last week in week three, we talked about it in the last podcast, how all these backup QBs are taking the mantle from future Hall of famers what will they do and we saw a couple of gems fellas we saw a couple of backup qbs come in and win games for their team and invigorate their teams you had daniel jones for the new york giants doing things that eli could never ever do a great stat i heard on the bill simmons podcast was when his team was down by 18 points or more in a game eli was 0 and 44 daniel oh, jones wow. daniel jones is now 1 and 0 lifetime wow. in that situation daniel jones played great kyle allen for carolina looks better than cam newton has in years because he for is that better carolina than cam team it was a wonderful game for kyle allen and invigorated a carolina panther fan base i was sitting there watching with carolina panthers fans they were now paying attention to the tampa bay game to the saints game trying to think we're, we're back in this we're back in in this fight. Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen making waves. And don't you forget what happened this past Thursday night, a week ago today. Gardner Minshew came into a very tough Tennessee defense, did what he could in the first corner, and then his defense held it to the lead. Gardner Minshew, calm, cool, and collected, also had a hell of a game. Boys, to start us off in this conversation, Dangles, I'm going to surprise you with a question. You have Daniel Jones, you have Kyle Allen, you have Gardner Minshew as the starters for the foreseeable future of their teams. Quick Mary fuck kill those three quarterbacks for this season. Ooh, Kyle Allen, Gardner Minshew, and Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Yep. Okay, um, I'm going to marry Gardner Minshew because you, you just can't deny the momentum, right? We'll get into this maybe a little bit later when we talk about some of the divisions, but um, I just I think they've got a lot of momentum right now. He looked great in Thursday night football. He yep. looked confident. I like where the Jaguars sit right now. Uh, I am going to – oh, this is really tough. Um, 
I'm going to fuck Kyle Allen. Mm. This is really hard. Um, I think you could go. This is a coin flip either way. I think you could go in either direction. Kyle Allen looks so fucking poised yep. this weekend. I yep. could not believe it. Now, Daniel Jones did as well, and I yep. cannot wait to see what else he does. Um, let, gosh, let, I don't know. Let me, That's... let me say why I agree with you there. I, I was I was going to say the same exact thing. I wanted to go last because I thought it'd be different, but I'm, I'm fucking Kyle Allen because he just has the better team around him. A New York mm. Giants team, mm-hmm. especially without Saquon, is going to struggle a lot more, and a lot more will be on Daniel Jones's plate. This Kyle Allen kid just has to steer the ship. Christian McCaffrey is one of the best running backs in football. He has wide receivers that can make plays with the ball in their hand, and he has a defense that can hold the lead. Kyle Allen's in a good situation. Gardner, though. Gardner, I know everyone loves to talk about him. People are going to start to get sick about how much they hear about Gardner Minshew, but every week he goes out there, he impresses me with how calm, cool, and collected, how he sees the field, how he navigates a game. Leonard Fournette stunk. And that's the heart of that offense. And Gardner Minshew still won a game against a very tough Tennessee defense. And who doesn't like a mustache ride? Right. He looks good. Drew, do you agree with that Mary fuck kill, or would you switch some names around? Really like Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. I was completely off on him, my first assessment of him. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people are. But let's remember, it is week three. Or yes. Sorry, it's going into week four. Yes. So a lot can change. Yeah. But I do like his poise. I think Allen is certainly an upgrade over Cam Newton. For the last year and a half, honestly, Looks I don't care if he, I don't I don't care if he's injured or not. When Cam Newton lost his ability to run and make plays with his legs, he's just a very very average NFL quarterback. Yes. So Allen's an upgrade in my book. Yeah. And Looks boy oh boy, everyone, including myself, including all you listeners out there, because don't tell me you did not <laughs> jumped down David Gettleman's throat for that seventh overall pick. Absolutely. Or was it six or yeah. whatever the hell it was Absolutely. or Daniel Jones? Oh, what's pick ever? Oh my God! And all he did was just show out. He, Impressive dude. He played insane. Tampa Bay, I mean, they they screwed and themselves it just changes, out of that it game. And it changes the Giants' season. They, yeah. they, they look like they could win eight games. Yeah, and that's all I need in a winner's league where you take the Giants <laughs> with your third team. Let's move on now. We did this to preview the season. I want to re uh, I want to revisit these rankings that we had. The preseason show that we do, we do it every year. We marry, fuck, kill the divisions and tell you who's going to make the playoffs, who we think could be frisky, and who just has no chance. We have three divisions that have gone a little bit haywire, a little bit different. We've seen some of these teams who they truly are. Some teams have been affected by injuries. And these three divisions that we're going to go through right now, we're just going to revisit those rankings of the Mary Fuck Kill. Because right now, it's still up in the air what's going to happen. So we're going to do the AFC South, we're going to do the NFC North, and we're going to do the NFC South. And Dangles, we're going to start with you, my friend. I gave you a division, and Mary Fuck Kill it. What division do you have? I've got the NFC South. The NFC South is a very, very this is tough. interesting division. Right now, for the NFC South, we have the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater at 2-1. and one. But then the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Panthers are all 1-2. and two. A lot can change in the next few weeks. Dangles, what do you see in your crystal ball to marry fuck kill this division? Oh, boy, this is a hard one. Um, I'm going to start uh, with the Saints. I'm going to keep marrying. I'm going to marry the Saints. Even with still. Teddy. Yeah, even with Teddy. Uh, I think that, you know, look, they only need to really split their next five Mm -hmm. to seven games right he's supposed to be out six to eight weeks right let's you know let's say that's the length of it right so they go seven games he needs to win four of those even he he could even get away with three probably and be okay and then drew Brees comes back and the saints you know assuming he's himself again are themselves again i think teddy bridgewater can carry them through this and i think they have enough of a team around them their defense is playing well enough and their offense is Still, their offense. The defense stepped up in yeah. the game against Seattle. Absolutely, they did. They showed, and and they were good last year. I think they showed they were yep. able to stop the run. They forced Chris Carson to fumble the ball a bunch of times. Yep. Um, a lot of turnovers. Obviously, that's a good thing. Give yourself more opportunities to score. Uh, so I like the Saints to stay on top here. Uh, I'm going to be fucking the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Um, yeah. This is this is not easy. Um, I think they have the easier schedule going forward. But I, you know, 
I like what I saw out of Kyle Allen. I, I think they have the better team around them. Um, and, and it really leads me into my kill, which is the Atlanta Falcons. I am so mm. off that train right now. They are just one of the most uninspiring offenses really in the are. whole NFL. Matt Ryan leads the league in interceptions right now. Devonta Freeman looks completely and totally without life in the back uh, in the backfield. Calvin Ridley laid a complete egg last week. Julio Jones has caught a touchdown in his last like seven games or something like that, which is great. Yep. Um, if especially if you're a fantasy owner of his, but their offensive line, I think it really all speaks to the problems that they're having with their offensive line. They're missing their first round pick, Chris Lindstrom, um, and they're just having problems. They protecting. can't run the ball. No, they can't run the ball, and that doesn't allow Matt Ryan to have you know uh, uh, open up the passing game as much. The play action doesn't work if the run game isn't working. It, it's football 101, and it, they're not yeah. they're not they're not able to move the ball downfield. And and I just it's don't a, and addicted to red zone turnovers apparently. Yeah, My yeah, they're, they're a lame team. They they are a lame team. So I'm very uninspired by the Atlanta Falcons, which makes them my kill. Falcons have scored less points on offense. These are the Atlanta fucking Falcons. They've scored less points on offense than the Washington Redskins and the New York football giants. And I don't know what's going on in Atlanta, but Dan Quinn needs to start winning some games or he's going to be the, doing a different thing next year. By the year. way, another reason I'm fucking the Carolina Panthers, they are the only team, despite being last right now in the standings in the NFC South, they are the only team with a plus point differential in that division. It's going to be an interesting division. Drew, we're going to move to you next, my friend. I gave you what division? We're going with the AFC South. The AFC South. That's a division that ever since Andrew Luck retired on mm. the fly, it's up in the air for that division. Right now, those Colts led by Jacoby Brissett are 2-1, and one, along with the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson, who is the most sacked quarterback in the NFL, sitting Still. at 2-1 as well. Still. Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans, both very similar teams, are 1-2. and two. A very tight-knit division. It can go any ways. Looking at the crystal ball, what do you got for your Mary Fuck Kill? Well, you know what also is great in the Winners League, Tony, is when the Indianapolis Colts somehow fall to pick number 20, and you're <laughs> sitting there, and you do cartwheels in your kitchen when you get them, baby. I am all – I'm putting a ring on the Colts. Wow. My boy Jacoby Brissett, top 10 in QBR in the league, seven touchdowns, one interception. I'm telling you, this team did not panic when Andrew Luck retired. Why? Yep. Because he was taking first-team reps since May. Yep. Everyone knew that. He was with the ones. There's a reason Bill Belichick – had a draft pick on the guy. Yep. I love his leadership. I love their playmakers on defense. Darius Leonard, Malik Hooker is going to be out for a couple weeks. Who am I killing? I got to kill the Tennessee Titans. And yeah, and, 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 and here's the thing. Really no, good. here's the thing. This isn't me saying that they're they're a shitty football team because yeah. I know, I almost guarantee going into week 17, they're going to have seven wins or eight wins. That's just how they are. Yep. I don't buy Derrick Henry. Their receiving core is a non-threat because they can't really protect their quarterback, and, Mar and Mariota hasn't really done anything. I think that defense is going to keep him in a lot of football games. However, I think they have a very, very, very low ceiling, and I think they're just a 500 football team at best, which yeah. leads me to who am I fucking? I'm fucking the Texans. If really? They mm. somehow, if they somehow figure out a way to protect Deshaun Watson, yep. Big if. they can be content. Oh, uh, uh, you Big think? If. Big if. Th th I know. They, they are awful. But yeah. that is literally one unit. If they can, if they can, somehow come together and just be half as better as they are now. Yep. I still have big questions My about their God. run game. I think hurts them. I agree with you on the Colts. Absolutely, Jacoby Brissett is was picked by Bill Belichick for a reason. He's proven he can lead the team. I'm fucking the Jacksonville Jaguars because again, I go back to this momentum that Gardner Minshew has brought to that city. And let me tell you, as somebody who covered that team. They are not good enough on a year-to-year -year basis where they have their team's consistency to rely on when things get shitty. They have to rely on things.
things like a Gardner Minshew. Some in 2017, it was Saxonville. It was that fearsome defensive line, and they got behind the hashtag Saxonville thing, and it was like this cultural meme, if you will, that kind of carried them through the season. This year, it's it's Minshew mania. It's Gardner's hose. However you however you want to <laughs> however you want. I think that's a barstool He's thing. I can't I can't take credit for that. Games. I've seen but, I've seen yes. Uncle Chaps posting that on Twitter. Games. I can't take. Yes. I know that. I know True. that. And and here's the question: is whether he can take this over. But for right now, for right now, they are writing Minshew mania. I think into into the future. And I agree on the Titans. They're in a completely uninspiring offense. They get into so many third and long situations that they can't get themselves yeah, out Mariota of. Yeah, Mariota stinks. Uh, that, and that's the problem. So the, uh, that, that, the only place I differ from you is in the fuck. I won't curious add, if they ever go to Tannehill, too. That, that, who knows? May, that might open up some. I think we'll see that. I won't, I won't add too much to this because we've talked about him, and I agree with a lot of your points. But, Drew, I have to say, yes, he's only played two and a half games, but we just crowned Kyle Allen to lead the Carolina Panthers off of one game of experience. Gardner Minshew in those two and a half games has proved to me he's an NFL quarterback, and I cannot wait to see more games from him ladies and gentlemen who are listening right now i want you to break out the calendar app on your phone go to the month of november and the 17th day in that month and mark it down as tony cavallo's one of the best games of the year is november 17th the jacksonville jaguars at the indianapolis colts for their first meeting of the year it's going to be right in the heart of the season week 10 and it's just going to be such a juicy matchup and i think a matchup that determines where this nfc south uh, yeah afc south is going jaguars at colts November 17th. That's for the division. I cannot wait for that game. Let's move on to the last division that we're going to marry, fuck, kill today on our revisit to these divisions, and it's the best division in football right now. It's the NFC North, the only division in football that every team has a winning record. The Packers are leading it right now with 3-0, and the best defense in the NFL, well, other than the Patriots, best defense in the NFC. The Detroit Lions are also undefeated at 2-0-1. Undefeated. The, the Vikings and Bears sit at 2-1 and right now with a huge matchup this week. Ooh, it makes, makes me tingle how good that matchup is going to be. Tony Cavallo, if I'm sitting here right now, I'm going to marry the Packers because if there's any team in football that can fix their offense on the fly, it's an Aaron Rodgers-led team. I believe that that passing offense can can work. He has so much time to throw the ball. He's not getting pressured. They can run the ball against teams with two very good running backs, and that defense, I, I am dancing every time I watch that defense play. They've had some bend-don't-break moments, but still the results speak for themselves. 35 points against in three games is huge. Can't wait for the Thursday night matchup. I think I'm killing your Lions, Drew. Really? Yeah, because I, I wanted them to make the playoffs. I put money on them to make the playoffs. I put money on Matt Patricia to win Coach of the Year just in case then. they won the division. I'm happy where they are, but they have won games by the skin of their teeth, which again, a win is a win is a win, but they're winning games by the skin of their teeth against teams that are inferior to them, to that record. So, the Eagles are inferior to the Lions? The, the, who, and the Chargers are inferior to the Lions. Who the Eagle, Interesting take, bud. Who, who the Eagles had on the wow. field? The Eagles had the AAA team on the field that you beat. And you guys tied the fucking Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, you should be winning games against that, and you're lo- you're just winning by the skin of your teeth against inferior teams. How many red zone interceptions does Phil, uh, Phil Rivers have to give you before you win the game by more than a score? I'm telling you, these Lions are a paper tiger. They're going to fall off. I have the Detroit Lions as the fourth team in this division. The team I'm fucking, though, and it's tough because they're facing each other this week, I think Minnesota is better than Chicago. I agree. Just because oh, Mitch, yeah, Mitch Trubisky, I just still don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't think Kirk is either, but I think that defense in Minnesota is better than the defense in Chicago. Well, bottom right. line, they have Mitch Trubisky playing quarterback. Well, they do, and he, and, he's, and, he, and he stinks. I will say this. This is a bold prediction coming from Tony Cavallo. The NFC North will have three playoff teams at the end of the year. That is a bold prediction. That is an absolute guarantee by Tony Cavallo. This is a three playoff team division. I don't think you can guarantee that, but. This is a three playoff team division. I think these four teams, if the Lions are the worst team in the league, that's still a 7-9 team. I truly believe that. I think Minnesota, Chicago. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Seven, eight, and one. I think Minnesota, Chicago, and Green Bay are in the are in the playoffs this year. Can't wait. Very happy to be a Green Bay Packers fan right now. And that is the end of our recap section. We have so many good games coming in the pick'em section. We're going to spend a lot of time breaking them down, more time than usual. A lot of undefeateds matching up this week, and I can't wait to go into it. But first, time for America's favorite game, gravestones. Left coasters. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for the Gravestone Game. This is the section of the podcast where each of the hosts choose one team to put into the ground and say they will not make the playoffs this year. We do one a week, every week, until we've killed all but 12 playoff teams, and hopefully the 12 teams left alive are actually in the hunt in January. There is an order to this uh, to this game where I'm going first this week, then it's Drew, then it's Dangles. Problem with Dangles sitting in the third spot, if Drew and I kill a team, he cannot choose that team that week. So without any further ado, let's step into the holy house and let's get ready to sacrifice at the altar of the football gods three NFL teams with this week's Gravestones. souls lost. I'm stepping up first, having killed Miami, Cincinnati, and Washington the past three weeks. And I will add to that cesspool of football disgustingness, the Arizona Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury. Wow. As much as I want to see Kyler Murray succeed and Larry Fitz have one last run, Cliff just seems to be over his head, and that O-line is a sieve. Mm. So Arizona... The Cardinals going into the ground. Drew, you are up next. You've killed Miami, the Jets, and that Kyler Murray-led team. Where will you go this week? As my good friend Dangles would say, we're headed to Ashburn, Virginia. (laughs) Are we? (laughs) To take a peek at the Washington Redskins. Oh, no. You're a couple hundred miles off there, bud. Oh, no. I'm just reading from ESPN News, Dangles. Thank you. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith has said the end is near for Jay Gruden. Oh, well, mm-hmm. let's believe everything he says. And I'm here to say it's now. Mm-hmm. All they have to know about the Redskins is they start Case Keenum and Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. And the year is not 2010. Mm-hmm. This team's awful. Mm-hmm. They don't want to start Dwayne Haskins because, quote, the season is not lost. Ow. You just finished a musical appearance of Lost. Is the show over? The show is over. The show's over. The show is over. Godspeed, Redskins. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to Dangles' pick, the Washington Redskins have now been killed by every host, and they are the first team to enter the grave pool. So let us bow our heads with a quick moment of silence for the nation's capital. You've also killed the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Giants. Where will you go this week? To Denver. What? 
I know the easy pick would be the Miami Dolphins, which I'm going to save in my back pocket, but Denver's not good this year, guys. No. They're not able to produce on offense. Uh, Joe Flacco's a bad quarterback. Their receiving is just not there, and I just don't think Philip Lindsay can carry them through the season on his, his back by himself, much wow. as I love him as a fantasy owner. Wow. wow. So, sorry, Vic Fangio, in your first season. Damn. A little premature. Death. Damn. I mean... Not everybody can make it out of the AFC, or the AFC West, right? Nope, very right. And with that, Joe Flacco goes into the ground earlier than expected. And that is the end of this week's version of Gravestones. Left Coasters. And welcome back to the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crooks, and this is the part of the section that I love the most because we go through the schedule and tell you that there's a team that's going to win a game every week. A very fun slate for week four. A very, very fun slate for week four. But it's the first time all season, Dangles, that we have bye week teams. A very early bye week for the San Francisco 49ers who enter the bye at 3-0 and and the woeful New York Jets who enter the bye at 0-3. A good timing for the bye for the Jets, though, because Sam Darnold gets another week to rest that spleen of his. I don't know if San Fran's a real team, but we'll get to them next week. Let's jump into the games this week. But before we do, let me gloat just a little bit. Mm. Because last week, I joined the ranks of U2 going 13-3 and as well. Ooh. We've all gone now 13-3, and which means there has to be a little bit of a tiebreaker. Dangles, we're going to give you the lead right now because one of your three losses in week one was a tie. So, mm. just to, we all have three losses still, but yours gets a little asterisk I see. because your loss it was a tie. technically a loss. So, if, sure. we all, if we all end up with three losses by the end of the, the year, Dangles, you're going to be our champion. But again, three losses is the number to beat. 15 games on the slate this week. Let's start with Thursday night football. All right, Thursday night football. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Population 105,000. <laughs> Capacity at Lambeau Field, 81,000. That's four-fifths of that fucking town that are going to be at Lambeau Field for the game. Thursday night football, Eagles against the Packers. The more you know. That was a great – I love that. Very good driver. I love hearing that. There's more people that can fit in the Coliseum than Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm obviously going to pick the Packers. I think the Phillies beat up right now. It's a great time to play them on a short week. I will say, though, Alshon Jeffrey seems to be coming back. Alshon Jeffrey is a type of receiver that destroys us, and so I'm a little bit worried about that. Carson just needed a little bit of help to win that game last week. He had them in there. He just didn't have any receivers to get open. Alshon coming back is a huge get for them. I'm a little bit worried. I'm picking the Packers. I'm interested to see where you two go. I'm also going with Green Bay here. Uh, at home on a Thursday night in front of a national crowd, uh, they've been they've been playing really, really well. The first-year offense doesn't seem to have phased Aaron Rodgers at all. He seems to be settling in really nicely. And I, and, and it's it's a, a lot more oh. run-heavy this year, which I think you don't, you don't think so. He's thrown uh, for the second-least amount of yards his first three games in his career. They're still yeah. winning. Aaron, Aaron's looking a little bit weird with Not that offense. Not because of him, though. But I'm telling you, I, everything around it is fine. The O-line is fine. The running game is fine. The defense is fine. Aaron just needs to figure out where he's throwing. He still does not check down the ball enough for me. He still waits to make a big play and finds himself in trouble. But again, we're winning. I can't complain. Well, it's it, it, yeah, it's hard to. Shout out, by the way, to uh, Philadelphia. I never changed. Love the viral video going around this week of my man uh, who is catching babies out of a window of a burning yeah. building and blames Nelson Aguilar for dropping too many footballs. He's like, oh, I catch him at least, you know, <laughs> unlike Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. That was a great. Uh, you know, my my dad grew up in Drexel Hill, Philadelphia. <laughs> I I've spent a lot of time in that beautiful city. Batteries and all, never change, Philly. Philly, uh, Drew, where are you going? 
Okay, so a lot has been made of the Green Bay's defense, and rightfully so. They've been fantastic. But let me just give you a quick list of the quarterbacks they've played. They've played Mr. Trubisky. they played Kirk Cousins in a high-leverage spot. Everyone knows what happens then. And then they just got done playing Joe Flacco, who Dangles just buried in the ground. Mm-hmm. I think to see a dynamic playmaker at the quarterback position in a kind of a must-win for Philly, not a real must-win. No one wants to go one and three. I'm going to take Philly here. Yeah. I really I, I really am. I, I think it's going to be a great football game. I can't wait to watch. I will say Ronald Darby's out for this game. Philly does not have a lot of depth at corner. I'm excited to see Aaron kind of step it up. But also, Carson gives up the ball a lot. He does throw a lot of interceptions. He's kind of a gunslinger, and the team leads the uh, yes. NFL in turnovers right now as a Green Bay team. I'm very interested to see if, if, if the Packers defense can put him in positions to turn the ball over yeah, because it's exactly. obviously not hard to do that with Trubisky, Flacco, or Kirk Cousins on the road. Exactly. It'll be an interesting game. Probably the best Thursday night game we've had since Very the opening. Game. Excited about it. But let's jump to Sunday. All right, gentlemen, let's start the uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific slate. We'll hop in the car, travel 930 miles south <laughs> from Green Bay to Atlanta. It's the Falcons taking on the Titans at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. This is a team of two losing mm. records, but this is a huge game for both teams. This yes. is a who. This, this is, is a, a who are you game. game. This exactly. is a this is a the who game. This is a very much a who are you game. If there was anyone else on this team other than Marcus Mariota, I'd be so into picking the Titans right now because Atlanta comes out like a flat duck every game so far. They cannot win in the first quarter, and that Titans defense is very, very good, very good, excellent defense, but. Marcus Mariota on the road scares me. I'm going with Atlanta. I am too. Uh, I don't. I agree that the the Titans defense is very good, but I think they're going to be playing from behind. I think Atlanta is probably going to end up getting the first couple of scores. They and, haven't yet, though. That's you know, the thing. Well, but Atlanta hasn't done that yet. They probably know that better than anybody yeah. else, and I think they're going to want to come out. You know, in front of the home crowd, especially they're going to they're going to want to come out swinging, and I think they will. Matt Ryan again. He's taken. He's if you listen to his have read you know some of the local media and have listened to his press conferences, he's taken responsibility. Responsibility yeah. for all the interceptions, um, whether or not it's actually his fault, how much of that lies with Dirk Cutter and bad play calling, you, you could debate that. Um, but Matt Ryan doing what leaders do, stepping up and taking responsibility for his bad play. This is a guy, again, who's only a couple years removed from being an MVP. He's one of the highest paid guys in the league. He's got a huge contract in the offseason. He's not going to be terrible forever. We've not seen the last of Matt Ryan. Okay. All right, Atlanta. Drew, you still going to make it all three? You know what? I'm going against you guys again here, boys. I think the Titans, uh, the Falcons have tough. They they struggle with teams that are more physical than them. Yep. The Titans are a physical football team. Yep. They get a couple extra days from that Thursday night embarrassment in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I think Vrabel will have them ready to play, and I think the te- I think the Titans get a huge road win here by a last second field goal. Now, you might think Drew is a little bit crazy for going against me and Dangles for two straight games, but Drew is leading the overall season right now by a, a record of 35-13 and 13 for Drew on picking games. So he's batting 73% to, to picking these games That's correctly. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. So Drew has got Philly, and he's got Tennessee. Let's move on to the next game. All right, next game, let's head to MetLife and the Meadowlands. It's an in-division matchup between Huge. the Washington Redskins Huge. and the New York Giants. Huge game. Huge wow. game, huge game. I'm not going to say too much on this because I have might have be talking about this game a little bit later Ooh. in our podcast, but I am picking Daniel Jones to win against the Washington Redskins. The Redskins are in the grave, so I don't really yeah. want to revive him now. Give him the Giants. Yeah. This is interesting Yeah, because I, I also may be discussing this game a little bit later on. Mm. Um, so this is a tough one for me. I think the Giants are going to win. Okay, we're all on the Giants. I that, think the Giants are going to win. What has Daniel Jones done to us? We are all on the Giants. Uh, I, if you're listening at home, make a money line bet on the Redskins right now. Next game. Yes. No, actually, no. You know what? No, I'm going with, I am going to go with the Redskins. You're going to oh! make, Dangles, I just got a new book to keep all these records, and you're going to make me cross something yes, out I on am. day I one am. I am. of writing in this you, new I am book. I'm going to make you do it. He's That's taking right, the folks, Redskins. We do it long hand take, here at I left coast taking, he's taking the redskins, the redskins. <laughs> I, am great, taking the, I am taking the redskins now that's this. on you for not being digital tony live in the now <laughs>
Get out of here. Dangles, what's the next game? All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Next game up, uh, we have uh, the Los Angeles Chargers at Hard Rock Stadium in South Beach taking on the Miami Dolphins. Chargers. Uh, Chargers. Can we move on, please? Chargers. I will say the, we'll go with the Dolphins. I'll, I'll take the Chargers. feel so bad for this Dolphins team. They played really tough in that first half against Dallas. They really did. Next, we have <laughs> the Carolina good. Panthers uh, in Houston against the Texans. Big game for both teams. Big game for both teams. Can Kyle Allen do it against a defense that actually has something to prove? Uh, uh, man, I think this Carolina team can get to Deshaun Watson and make his life a living hell. I, I agree. really do. I agree. I'm going with Carolina here. I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do the same. I yeah. don't think Houston's played a great game yet. They have. I think Carolina's rejuvenated. I I can't believe I'm doing it. I'm picking Kyle Allen on the road. I gotta say, Tony, you must think nothing of the Los Angeles Chargers because apparently the Lions beat him. That wasn't a good win. The the Texans just beat him at. In, in, in Los Angeles, and that wasn't a good win either. I don't, I don't think the Chargers are a good team. Okay, well, give me the Texans here. I I, I think the Texans are coming up. Uh, of course, we know they're glaring, glaring weakness in the offensive line, but uh, just two dynamic playmakers in Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, I think I think this team's coming up. I will say to defend my stance that the Chargers aren't a good team. It's not that they've been beaten; it's that they they've won, given they the game can't away. Win games. I, I understand that. I understand that. But they're still perennial. Currently looked at as a top ten team in the NFL right now. Yes. So yes. I, I I just I just think both of those are quality wins. Okay. All right. Uh two for Carolina. Drew's alone again with Houston. What's next? All right. Uh next up we are heading to uh Indianapolis, a cool thousand miles from Houston, uh, mm. where we've got the Raiders at Lucas Oil to take on the Colts. Is there any chance Oakland wins this game? You know, I, I, I uh Malik Hooker and Darius Leonard could be out for the Colts. Yep. Big, big two awesome playmakers yep. on their defensive unit. That scares me a little bit. Yep. Man, the Raiders just looked inept though, uh, in Minnesota. They've got one offensive threat and it's Darren their tight Moore. end. I'm yeah. sorry. Like that's just not enough to make it happen. If jo- look, awesome. Josh Jacobs did have a great first game of the season. Um there is some promise there. Um yeah. you know, if he comes out and shows out in this game, I, I could see them making it I could see them making it interesting. But Indy's just I think the Indy's just too good. I expected more out of uh the uh, Oakland against Minnesota and they just couldn't do it. And I think Indy has a great run game as well. I think Oakland is a real weak there. I think Indy pounds the ball and time of possession game Indy wins this. So we're all on Indy. We're all in Indy, yeah, but I think so. Indy has won by margins of two and three this year and lost in overtime. It'll be interesting to see what they come in as a touchdown favorite. If that changes their mentality, if they come out and just step on the throat right away, or if they let them linger, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Give also, wonder what T.Y. Hilton's going to do this week. Because mm. once he went out, that game changed dramatically. Man, is he good? Holy yeah. cow! Is so he we'll, good. well, Indy might be a little shorthanded. All right, Drew, you ready? Everybody in the 313, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. We're Woo! going to Detroit, the Motor City, baby. My third home. The Detroit Lions take on the Kansas City Chiefs at Ford Field. Drew, why don't you start us off with this one? Oh, boy, can I? Ugh. I want to take <laughs> the Lions so bad. But there's this there's this guy. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him. His name is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, th- I think I might have heard of him. He can throw football uh, very far and accurate uh-huh. and fast. Uh-huh. Um, Darius Slay, our best playmaker, Pro Bowl cornerback, banged up on Sunday. Yep. His status is in doubt. If he doesn't play, uh, I will say, as a Lions fan, it could get ugly. Yep. I think it's going to be a competitive up-and-down game. I think Lions can score with the Chiefs. I, th- I don't think that's going to be an issue of them putting points on the board. Yep. Kind of lean towards an over here. But, um, unfortunately, I have to go with my head here and take the Chiefs. Dangles? Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I would like to see, I would love to see an upset here. It would be fun to watch the, yep. the Lions upset. Like, in my heart, I'm rooting for that to happen. Chiefs are just too darn good. Uh, what's impressed me the most about the early career of Patrick Mahomes is obviously his football ability, but also his, his, his demeanor, his, his ability on the field. 
field. He's just a cool, calm, collected guy. I've you, If you listen to this podcast, you know I like that in a quarterback. But against Baltimore, when they made that first down to seal the game and time was going to tick off the clock, I have never seen Pat Mahomes more excited than making that throw. Afterwards, he was doing like the big flex, like going crazy. It was showing so much emotion. Pat Mahomes is feeling it right now. I don't even think this is close. Kansas City wins. I was going to say, how, how rare is it as – a fan of the opposing team that you're about to play, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely excited to watch him play quarterback mm-hmm. against my team. Mm-hmm. Full, all, just knowing that he could drop 500 yards and five touchdowns on me, he is just so fun to He's watch. He's the magic man. Fun He's to the watch. magic man. Next game. All right, next up, uh, we have the Cleveland Browns at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore to take on the Ravens in what I believe is a sack-up game for the Cleveland Browns. If you want to be a force in your division, you need to be able to go into a heated rival's house yep. and beat them. Yep. You need to be able to show them up in their home if you yep. want to be considered a real threat in the division. That applies not only to the Cleveland Browns as a team, but to Baker Mayfield as well. In a way, this is also a panic mode prevention game for them because if they lose here, you're yep. looking at one and three and suddenly the Cleveland Browns victory uh, are victorious in the offseason Super Bowl are staring down a tough road uh, to the playoffs here. So, um, And I don't know that they're going to get it done. I'm going to pick the Ravens at home here. Dangles, Dangles, think quick. Fourth and nine. What's the call? Oh, a draw play. <laughs> inside draw. Definitely. Awesome. Absolutely Great an job, inside Freddy draw with, with, with Nick Chubb. Why don't you go eat some more beef don't jerky? Use, don't use your all-pro wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. or his fucking college teammate Jarvis Landry, either of whom can make a one-handed catch in their sleep. That was such a rah-rah hire for me just after Hugh Jackman leave, and this guy just comes and just gets his offense going. It's, it's all fired uh, yeah. up. It's I, just, it's again, it's I've week been three. I've making fun of that since the day It's it a long season, but, man, oh, man, did he look overmatched on Sunday yep. night. Holy yep. cow, was he bad. Uh, give me the Ravens. I, I am a little bit worried, though, because if there was a team <laughs> – if there was a team that uh, the head coach kind of screwed them out of a couple points this weekend, it was Baltimore who decided to not use the best kicker in the league and start going for what two everywhere. What is going on with that? I understand they're trying to play the numbers game against a high-scoring Kansas City team, but at one point you just got to sit back and realize, listen, the analytics might say this, but eh, football knowledge bruised me to this. I will say Harbaugh is better than Kitchens. I'm going with Baltimore as well. Hey, remember when the Harbaugh's uh, played each other in the Super Bowl? Yeah, the that Harbaugh was, That Bowl. was awesome. Yeah, the lights went out. The Should have stayed out for the whole career. It was what, whatever happened to Jim? Don't know. Okay. Cool. Don't know. Don't know good, where he is. Yeah. Good question. Don't maybe know where maybe he is. he's still. Seeing, co- seeing hopefully, Stanford still. Hopefully he's still coaching. I hope he's doing Next well. game. Maybe he's maybe, the next UCLA head maybe coach. Maybe he found yeah, a good. Maybe he good. found a good college town. Milk and steak. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, this last game on the early morning slate, we have the New England Patriots in Buffalo to take on the Bills in a game that I think could Nobody potentially be a little bit closer than people think. Like the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the Bengals like the Buffalo Bills. I'm still taking New England here. This Come on. Is, oh, like, stop. No, I didn't make that pick. I just had to say that in the microphone. It's the dildo game. It's the <laughs> Everyone's falling through a table game. This is game. Buffalo's Super Bowl. This is the I best am so game. This is fired Buffalo's up this Super game. Bowl. Tickets are going to be like 200 uh, bucks. There's going to be uh, so many tables broken. And yeah. I cannot wait to see. My sister will occasionally go to the tailgates. Whether or not she goes to the game is another story. I cannot wait to see the videos they post from the parking lot. Can't wait. It's always good. The only the only thing that would make this game better is just a little drizzling of snow. Oh, oh man. Yeah, would that, not, would that not be perfect? Uh, Look, great. I mean, the, the Bills' defense is very good. I, I think they're going to get after Josh Allen a lot. Um, and I think that Patriots secondary is among the best in the in, and they're going to shut down what is not a particularly scary Buffalo Bills wide receiving core. I hate core. to break it to Give you. Give me the Patriots by like ten here. I hate to break it to you, but uh, I'm still off the Bills, and uh, <laughs> the Bills have Shocker. the Bills have not beaten a good team yet. 
That is They've true. They've beaten three teams that are absolute cupcakes. They have not even come close to facing a team of New England's caliber. New England is going to win this game by two scores. Do you know their defense leads the league in drive started in their own territory? Mm-hmm. That defensive unit is, a, is, awesome. is by far awesome. in the first three games. Now, I know they haven't played, but they are awesome. They're very good defense. They're front four. It's really great. They're backers. They're secondary. They're great. I cannot wait to watch this game. I feel the same way about the Lions and the Chiefs. I want to dig. It's really great. I I can't. Tom Brady, 29-3 against the Bills. What are you going to do? It's great to have drafted them in in fantasy, their defense, and just have them on crockpot mode for the first half of the season. It's literally just set it and forget it with the Patriots' defense because their first half of the season is just so easy. Their defense is... And it's legit this year. It's a it's team, more, when, dude. It's, it's a team more you want to watch on the seen defense in a long side of the ball. time. This is the best defense they've had in yeah. years. Bengals. They have not played a team yet. No, they haven't. They have but not played I think a team they're yet. still. I think they're still. Hold your horses on the circling of the wagons. Yeah, you're, you're not right, circling you're right. yet. I'm Next just saying game. they're very good. Afternoon slate, they're right? Very good. Yes. Yeah, oh, the, the atmosphere. Afternoon. The atmosphere in the you know it, Orchard Lake's probably going to be just okay. It'll be like eh, you know it'll be like a like a like a brisk library. Very very sober Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. absolutely. <laughs> Always in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. Started the afternoon slate. Uh, let's come back home to Los Angeles. It's mm. the Bucks at the Rams in the Coliseum. Hey, L.A. Rams. They were my best bet last week. They did it. It was a game that Cleveland had a chance. Cleveland definitely had a chance, but I still think I'm going to pick L.A. Tampa Bay shows me nothing. I'm waiting for Todd Gurley to have more to do in that offense. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I was going to say, do you mm. really think it's going to happen? Because it seems to know. me that he gets he gets the early game script. It's give him the ball and see how it goes. And the last few weeks, it's been so-so, yeah. like not great. And by the second half, Malcolm Brown's in. And yeah, you don't, don't really know. see Todd know. Gurley at all, where he's the guy, you know, he's getting 20, 25 snaps last year. They keep saying his knee's fine. His knee's fine. He's not on a snap count. All the word out of and 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 the other and that's what's confusing to me about it is that Sean McVay is one of the most forward guys in yeah. the NFL as far as how his team is doing. He never layers some coaches out there who will lie just to your to yeah. reporters' faces about what the injury status of guys on their team are, or like whether they're on a pitch count or not, whether or not they're they're preserving them. McVay is very forward about that. He always has been since he's been a head coach here yeah. in the Rams and. What he's saying in his press conferences about Todd Gurley and what is actually happening on the field are parallel lines. They yeah. don't; they're not intersecting anywhere. So, and I understand it must be frustrating for fantasy owners, frustrating for Rams fans who want to see him out there. I, I still think, pick the Rams here at home, but I, I agree with you. Like, I'm I'm still waiting to see whether or not that manifestation of Todd Gurley still exists. I have to give uh, McVay a lot of props though because mm. he is, if, if Gurley's not there, that def- the defense is going to hone on a Jared Goff who is not a world beater. I like Jared Goff Holy more than cow. most but he's not a world beater and yet they're still winning games. Those three receivers are making plays. McVay's drawing up excellent offense for this team that might not be it might be a shell of what it was last year but they're still winning games. Drew, you think they keep going against the uh, Buccaneers? I'll have some more to say about this game potentially Ooh. later. Ooh. I'm taking the Rams. Mm. I will say Jared Goff has just been less than stellar. Um, Serviceable. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned about him. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about him. So, yes, uh, I always come back to Sean McVay, the best coach in the NFC by far. And I think they will continue to win games, but – it's going to be interesting. I think they're going to win a lot of ugly games this year, the Rams. Yeah. I don't think it'll be their offense that wins this game. I honestly think Aaron Donald and that yeah. front that front line is going to absolutely torture the Buccaneers 
not great offensive It's going to be line. interesting. Uh, uh, Peters and Tlaib have their work cut out this week. That they do. What's the All right, next game? Uh, next up, uh, we're not going too far. We'll head from here in Los Angeles to Glendale, Arizona. Uh, Seahawks are playing the Cardinals. This, the, you, I could have five TVs, and it wouldn't make the I'd, I'd rather watch baseball than this game. I, can't, I hate both these teams. I hate both these teams. Seattle is a joke of itself. I don't know what they're doing. Chris Carson can't hold on to the ball. Rashad Penny will take that job over, whether it's this game or the next game. He will take that job over. But Arizona is such a joke. How do you as Seattle let New Orleans come in and beat you in your home? In your, in your home? And how is you as Arizona play as crappy as you do against all these teams? I, I'm picking Seattle. Both these teams are a joke. Well, you kind of took my bit there, Tony. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I agree with everything you say. I'm just going to change my winner's pick to the Cardinals. I think they're going to get their first win. I think the Seahawks are terrible. Yeah, really? I do. toast? I do. I think their offensive line is the worst unit in football. Wow. Even worse than the Houston Texans. Wow. They're just a shell of what they were. Yeah. I'm really down on the Seattle Seahawks. I think uh, the Cardinals... I picked them last week. I'm going to try it again this week. Maybe get a home win. We'll think see. Think about Seattle, though. They always make their games interesting. So I think this game will be on red zone a lot. I am just have no care for this game. Yeah, I don't I don't really either. Uh, I am picking Arizona here because they're at home. You're both um, picking Arizona over yeah, Seattle? Yeah, I think this is going to be – I think this yeah. this will be Kyler Murray's coming out party. And I'm going to pick games. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. All right, next up, uh, Vikings at the Bears. Big game. Big game. Who's Man. for real? Who is for real? I'm taking Chicago. This – to me, by far, was the most difficult game of the weekend yeah. to even begin to predict because yeah. you're dealing with two just piss poor quarterbacks yes. in high leverage situations. That's the bottom line. Yes, you know these guys can go out and play bully ball and and play inferior opponents and look good. Um, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> God, is he bad? And uh, he's not good. And, Makes me and, so and, happy. And, and Trubisky, you know, like as anyone watched that Monday night game, those stats he had and the three touchdowns of Gabriel, it's not all what it seemed. No. Give me the Vikings. This Let's is a, this is really a game of Vikings. who is less worse. I know yeah. court, cousins yeah. or Trubisky. This Let's, is this is who can who is less worse. Let's go Bears. You know. <laughs> and give me the best player on the like, field. Who, who, give me the best player on the field. That's not on defense, who makes and that's fewer, Dalvin Cook. Who makes fewer Correct. poor decisions, Trubisky or Cousins? All right, uh, next up, could be an interesting game. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in Denver to play the Broncos. I like this game. I'm picking Jacksonville. Yeah. Give me the Jags. Yeah, I think Let's so, all too. Go. I like the Jaguars here. Maybe we're all Didn't just sound too maybe interesting we're, to maybe, me. Maybe we're all just drinking the Minjumania Kool-Aid, but um, again. Or you just fade Flacco. I really think this team, this team is going to ride its momentum. DJ Shark has caught a touchdown in every single game that he's played so far. So, they're, um, they're, they're, I mean, Leonard Fournette sticks. The, the, I agree, one, the <laughs> one problem with Minshew so far is that as any rookie QB, he holds on to the ball for a little bit too long, spends a little bit too much in the pocket, kind of waits for the play to develop, and then gets attacked. Denver does not have a sack this season with two of the best pass rushers in the league. Uh, one of these is things true? is going to change. No sacks? Something's, no sacks got, something's got to give, right? No sacks on the season. Something's got to give, right? Eventually, yeah, something's got to get. So one, one of these things is going to happen. I'm picking Jacksonville. Next Take it game. from someone who took the eight and a half on the Broncos last week, thinking that was a lock. What I learned is the triple F for this year. Fade fucking Flacco. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a good idea. Um, and then uh, Sunday night game. This would have been a lot better if Drew Brees were healthy. The Dallas Cowboys are at the Superdome in New Orleans taking on the Saints. Dallas. It'll be- still be a fun game, but D- Dallas better come out and not underestimate this Saints team because that defense can play. And Teddy Bridgewater did not look good at all. But if that defense keeps him in the game, you never know yeah, what can I'll, happen. In I the think Superdome. all they have to do is um, keep it close. Yeah, but I am picking Dallas because if Green Bay wins on Thursday. 
the NFL is going to want Green Bay to go to Dallas next week and have both these teams undefeated. I am picking Dallas. It's in the stars. God. It's in the stars. I'm picking Dallas. This reminds me of a game last year when mm. the Cowboys were seven-point underdogs at home. Mm. Red Hot Drew Brees. They came in there, the Saints to Dallas, and Dallas took care of business. Mm-hmm. Script is reversed now. Mm-hmm. Cowboys undefeated, favored on the road against the Supertome. Bridge over trouble water? I don't think so. Give me the Saints. Ooh. Sunday night, that place is going to be rocking. Big game for the Saints. I think the Cowboys, very good team. I think I think Sean Payton can outcoach Jason Garrett, and I think they're going to get it done. Cowboys, same thing with the Bills. They've played three cupcakes. Very, very true. Cupcakes. Very true. They certainly haven't seen players like Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Correct. Correct. Uh, Daniel, did you make a pick? Uh, no, I haven't yet. I am going to go Dallas here. I like them to sneak one out on Sunday night. I think Zeke's going to go off for like 150 yards. We'll see. Monday night. Monday, Monday, Monday. Last game. Uh, it Again, it kind of sucks. It's the Bengals at the oh, Steelers. <laughs> oh, and six combined here. Daniels, you want to uh, go watch a movie Monday night? I, that, nothing would make <laughs> nothing would make me happier because I do not think. I got to write I'm some gonna, thank you I cards. May, I may go to the gym like later than I would normally for no other reason reason than so I don't have to be home and feel like I need to watch this tire fire of a football game. Gentlemen, if you're sitting at home, you've just spent all day Sunday during week four glued to the television screen because of how many good games are on the docket. Take your girl out on a Monday night. Tell her, you know you what? You don't need we're to gonna, see this game. We're going to put football on the waiver wire. You're more important to me than the Dude, NFL. Dude, you will win Go so many points. Yeah. You'll win, win some so brownie many points. brownie points. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't care who wins this Fuck game. Fuck me, man. The Steelers. Gonna, it's gonna, home. I'm, well, the Pittsburgh has played like absolute poop. Who cares? Mason they they, they traded like another draft pick today. They traded a fifth-round pick yeah. to get a tight end. They think they're going to contend this year. Like, yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm picking Pittsburgh because Cincy, I, I picked yeah. them to be the worst team in the league, so hopefully they'll yeah. keep going down that road. I'm picking Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh, but yeah. I mean, yeah, same. What, 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 what are a, they doing? What a strange team. All right, and that's the end of the pick. I'm a little bit long on the section, but it was worth it. It is week four. There are so many juicy matchups. I cannot wait for it to happen. Now we go to the reason we are called the Left Coast Gamblers. It's time to give you our best bets, Left Coasters. Left Coasters. Welcome back to the Left Coast Gamblers, and we are here for the king of the coast, the best bet section. But you can hear us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there. And if you could take five seconds of your time to leave us a review, give us some five stars, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us whatever you can to help this podcast grow. It will really help us out. Five seconds of your time is five more listeners to the best podcast this side of the Mississippi. Without any further ado, let's start the King of the Coast, the best bet section. We started the year with 100 units and each of the hosts you're hearing today are in plus money. Drew is in third place, 101 units, still caught in a pillow fight. Dangles had his first losing week of the year, but is sitting at 106.5 units, still making money, and yours truly, leader in the clubhouse after another good week, 107.5. Let's make the listeners more money, fellas. Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston, you're in third place right now. You're still in plus money. You need to start making a move to catch up to me and Dangles. What do you go with for the first bet of the week. I'm going to say local here, boys. I'm actually going to go to Los Angeles in the Coliseum. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Bucks plus 10. Ooh. I think it's uh, I think it's an easy one, guys. I think Jared Goff, as I said earlier, uh, is not impressive to me in any shape, way, or form. Uh-huh. I think Jameis now has at least a little – he feels comfortable in, in, uh, in Arian's offense. Obviously, we saw Mike Evans go off on Sunday, Chris Godwin. Um, and I really like I, – I actually, regardless of how Jones torched – the Bucks, Todd Bowles there d- definitely has made some impact a little bit as a defensive coordinator. Yep. Um, I just think this is a this is a game similar to like a Belichick type 
Patriots team. The Rams are just going to go in there, try not to get hurt, win ugly. I like the Bucks plus 10. Okay. Okay. How many units are you putting on it? We'll do three units on this Three guy. units yeah. on the Buccaneers plus 10. I cannot say I agree with that bet, but hopefully you, you get it, man. Hopefully you get it. I don't think you will. Dangles. Not worried about your it. Your first bet of the week. First bet of the week. Uh, I'm going to keep it simple. The Ravens are favored by a touchdown. I think the Browns cover that spread. I think it's probably a field goal is more like that. You so, think so? Yeah, I think so. I what think the, from I, the Browns has proven to you that they can cover a spread against a good team? Uh, nothing so far. I'm not basing it uh, so much on the past so much as I think that they're going to try and right the ship and, and that they will actually do that. Look, we know Baker Mayfield can win. Yeah. We know that they're capable of doing it. And, and the Ravens secondary has been bad. Yeah. So if Baker Mayfield can get his interception issue under control and stop making such poor decisions with the football, and if Freddie Kitchens doesn't dial up any more fourth and nine inside draws, I think maybe they can keep this you know, within a touchdown. So uh, I like them at plus seven. Uh, it's a, a, a minus 115 money line, and I'm going to bet four units on that. Okay, four units. Four. That's a big bet for your first bet. Four units on Cleveland plus seven. My first bet, guys, I... I think I need help. I really do. I think I need help. I keep going to this well, this three-team teaser, just scream and mm. take me. Just scream and take me. Don't put the lines in it. I've taken two I've taken two three-team teasers on this season. They've been two losses on one of the legs. It always happens, one of the legs. I'm going back to the well. I'm doing it again. And the first one is Indy at half a point. Indy at half a point. Oh, I will say I'm taking a six-and-a-half-point teaser for this one because I need the extra. I need the extra half. Indy at a half a point, just need them to win. I'm taking Kansas City at a half a point, just need them to win. I'm going against the Lions until I die. Until I run out of money, I'm going against the Lions. Kansas City, half a point to win. And then New England in Buffalo at minus one. So my three-team teaser, it's three units to win, four units. Indy at a half point, Kansas City at a half point, New England minus one. Give me three victories. Give me four units. Go for it. Drew, your second bet of the day. Second bet of the day. Uh, I don't mean to piggyback off Dangles. I think this is the first time in Left Coaster's history, but I'm also taking the Browns plus seven. You like them too. I do like them a lot uh-huh. here. The Browns seem to be a team that what, is— What am I missing? Well, I, I, if, you're, if you're asking me my opinion, uh, they don't play well at home because I think they feel the, the, the gravity of the moment, the spotlight, whatever it is. I like this team better on the road. I also think the Ravens' rush unit is not going to give Baker the trouble that he's had in the past. Yep. The Browns' run uh, stop unit is sound, and I think that they can limit Jackson, rushing yards, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. I don't know. Give me the Browns plus seven here. I think that they're going to – once again, a one and two team. You can't go one and three. I you think can't. I, I think this is just this, – this is this, Kitchen sink the, game? The, no, the number is just too high. Okay. That's all it is. It's just too high. I don't think the Browns are going to win. I like them to stay within seven. Three units. Three units. Another three-unit bet, Browns plus seven. Dangles, you made a four-unit bet on those same Browns. Where are you going for your second bet? Uh, second bet, I'm, 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 maybe I'm just maybe I'm just like losing my mind this week, but I could get a little saucier here. Uh, I know you guys don't really care for the Lions. Maybe I just haven't been burned enough by them yet. I'm going uh-huh. to go to that game. Uh-huh. I like that game. Uh, I'm going to do a, a, a little uh, a combination here. I like the Lions to cover the spread of a touchdown, and I like the under at 54. So Detroit plus seven. Yes. Parlayed with the under. Parlayed with the under at 54, 54, betting five units to win 13. Holy shit, Drew. Did you hear that? We have a max bet on a on a parlay. Detroit plus seven. Detroit plus seven against the Chiefs and the under of 54. Five units to win 13. That would be the most winnings any left coast gambler has had so far this season. Detroit plus seven matched with the under 54 in a game that features Patrick fucking Mahomes. Five units. The max bet so far on this season for 13 wins. Drew. 
you are a Detroit Lions fan. Before we move on, I know we're taking mm. longer than usual. Do you feel like the under here is a good play to add on to this <sighs> against Patrick Mahomes? I don't think an under. I think most of the ch- scoring is going to be done by the Chiefs. Uh, 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 yeah, so then Detroit plus seven hurts you. No, not necessarily. Not if it's like a 21-17 game. A uh, halftime. Um, I mean, doubt that. Okay. It's, it's, doubt that to, very much. To, to Bengals, me, you're doing well. I'm not. I'm not no, trying no, no, to. No, no, no. Like, like you've done it, well this it, year. It's just, it's just one of those things. It's like you bet unders when Mahomes plays. I'm just not going to make a habit of that. Darius Slay is such a big piece. If, yeah. if he's not, if he's not playing, then uh, yeah, I think the points are going to, points are going to be scored. Uh, we'll see if Slay's hey, Slay plays. Dangles, you feel it's going to happen. You have to go for it. I also feel this thing's going to happen for my second pick, so I'm going for it. I could play it safe. I could take the side. But we all picked this team to win. They are going away, and they are an underdog. So I'm taking that money line. At a juicy plus 145, we're making it plus 150 for the podcast just to make the numbers work. Jacksonville money line mm. to beat Denver at plus 150. Jacksonville is going to beat Denver. I am betting on Jacksonville until they lose. They've won me two. Two weeks in a row, I'm continuing the Jacksonville train. Three units to win four and a half. Three units to win four and a half. Jacksonville money line. Let's go to our final bet, our best bet, our max bet. Drew, the only reason you're in the winnings right now is because you are three and zero on max bets. Those are the ones that count. Three and zero, baby. What's your fourth one? Wow, I didn't think I was going to do this, but I'm going to do something I call in the gambling world a little correlated parlay. <laughs> We're going. To the Buffalo Bills, baby. Here's my thing. Two amazing defensive units here. The best atmosphere you'll get in a September regular season football game ever. Mm -hmm. Bills Super Bowl, I know they haven't played anybody. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you the quarterbacks the Patriots have played so Mm -hmm. far. They've played a hurt Ben Roethlisberger, Mm -hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mm -hmm. and Luke Falk? Luke Falk. Okay, so... What's going to happen if Josh Allen gets outside the pocket and moves with his legs? Now, I sure pray to God he doesn't hand the ball off to their cornerbacks in a pick six. Mm-hmm. That is a big, big concern of mine. Mm-hmm. But this is a correlated parlay. This game's going to be a dogfight. This mm-hmm. game's going to be close. The pace of this game, slow. Yes, I agree slow, with that. Slow, slow. Under 42, Bills plus seven. That is a... Two-sided parlay, two-team parlay. That's plus two sixty-five. We're gonna bet four units to win ten. Oh my goodness! Buffalo oh my goodness. plus seven under forty-two. Forty-two is back a up, tough number. Pack up the Brinks truck, baby. Okay, back Buffalo it up. plus seven match with the under forty-two. Four units to win ten units. That is Drew's best bet. It's he's three and zero so far in his best bets. Dangles, going to you. What do you got? All right, so my last bet, I'm, I'm going completely crazy. I'm taking three of my most nuts picks from the uh, from the pick'em section, and I'm throwing them all into a parlay. Oh, Let's do this, motherfucker. I have the Cardinals Drew, to Drew, win. Drew, we have to teach Dangles how to gamble. Am I not here for the comic relief? He's, quit, he's quit winning. While you, quit while you're ahead. Well, right, look, Dangles, these are, well, look, these shouldn't surprise anybody because these are all teams I picked to win during the pick'em. I'm taking the Cardinals to win at plus 192 oh my God. against the Seahawks, which I picked in the pick'em. Take the Redskins to win against the Giants. Oh my plus one twenty five. Oh, this is gonna be a jackpot. And I have the Panthers to win at Houston. Yeah, no, you know, that's gonna be a twenty to one. That's gonna be a huge money line. Okay, what, what, do, what do we got? So you got those three teams together. How many I units bet are you putting three on? Three units it? to win fifty one. Yep. <laughs> Call me my 
Tangles, if you get I some mean, of the bets you made this week, Drew and I lose. It's over. That's it. Or, it's or, over. Or, or I guess we're just going to start doing three-team underdog money line parlays for the rest of the goddamn podcast. Thanks, Tangles. So, Tangles takes the Arizona money line. Kyler Murray to get his first win. He takes Washington money line. Case Keenum yeah. to get his first win. And then he takes Kyle Allen on the road to get his second win. Altogether, three units to win 51 units, and we'll put a wrap on King of the yeah. Coast if that happens. My but final bet your Buffalo Nickels or Monopoly money on that, guys. Yes. My final like bet. <laughs> Dangles, I hope you win. I, I hope was going to say, win. if I land that, I'm going to just. I yeah, mean, you can I'm gonna have, I'm You'll host some, the podcast. Have, Drew and I will go home. Sign. Drew and I will go home. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, guys. I talked about this at the beginning of the year, and I'm going to go fast because I know it's been a long podcast. Thank you for listening. But I talked about how I attack this, and I look for inefficiencies in the line where I think I'm smarter than Vegas. And I could not get over this this line right here. I don't know why it happened. I think this is a guarantee, and I'm going to give you the reasonings why. Go to your bookie right now and make this bet. I guarantee you it's going to win. I'll be putting a whole five units on it. I feel that good about it. And we're heading to that NFC East matchup between the Washington Redskins and the New York football giants led by now Daniel Jones. I'm going to tell you, the Washington Redskins' first three games, you know how many points they've let up? 32, 31, and 31. The New York Giants' first three games. 35, 28, and 31. You add those together, you don't get anything close to where the line is right now and that the over-under is at 49. 49 points. I am telling you in my heart of hearts that as long as Eli Manning's not involved, this game is going over 49. Case Keenum has some players and can throw the ball. He showed it against Chicago. They will not stop throwing the ball downfield in Washington. Janoris Jenkins stinks. Mm. He stinks. Bad. The Washington That's Redskins, Josh Norman and Landon Collins, that defense defense stinks. The only team in the NFL that has given up more points than these two teams is the Miami Dolphins. So I'm going over, hard, over 49 points, Washington versus the New York Giants, over 49, five full units by your current leader in the King of the Coast Clubhouse. It took week four for you to truly make a sharp bet. That's sharp. That's what I want. That's, That's what good. I'm doing. That's, That's good, where Tony. we're going. And that I'm is the end of the Left Coast Gamblers for Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crooks, and guys, how excited are you for this week four slate? I am pumped. Let's. I am pumped. Pretty excited. I wish the Patriots came were a little better. But, you know, oh whatever. damn! Just just be careful Jesus what you wish Christ. for, buddy. What I mean, you be know. careful what you wish for. Arizona money line with the Washington money hey, line. Hey, if with I, again, the Carolina if, money again, line. if I hit that again, those are all picks I made in the pick 'em, and if true. I hit that, it's true. It's true. That is huge. And you are listening to the Left Coasters podcast right now, the Left Coast Gamblers. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week for you with a little bit of change in this King of the Coast gambling section. I'm excited for it. Happy first quarter of the seasons, boys. And as always, ram, ram it. it. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minterdial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning, or have never even heard of paddle, or padel, as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes 
valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!